Hey, really quick before we get into this episode, if you're hearing this intro, it means that my new podcast with my friend Veronica called Socially Unfiltered has officially launched and we would love for you to join us over there. I wanted to make sure I put this intro before all of the previous episodes of the Social Media Survival Guide podcast because just so much has changed since these episodes were published, but the content in these episodes still holds a very special place in my heart. So you may hear some links or some Instagram handles that I'm no longer using being mentioned in these episodes. So I just wanted to give you one place where you knew you could find everything. If you want to keep up with me, Lex, on Instagram, my Instagram handle is at justlexpage, J-U-S-T-L-E-X-P-A-I-G-E. And that's where you can find all of my social media content. It's where you can find all of the different ways we can work together and all of the resources I have to help you survive social media. And like I said, some links may be outdated. So if you're interested in any of my guides, any of my templates, or any of my resources for helping you survive social media, you can find everything at stan.store slash page, and I'll link everything in this description. But come join us over on the new podcast. Again, it's called Socially Unfiltered. You can find us on Instagram at sociallyunfilteredpod. You can find the podcast where wherever you listen to podcasts. And again, I'll link everything in this episode description. Whether this is your first time listening to the Social Media Survival Guide or your millionth re-listen, thank you for being here. But I'm so excited to start this new journey with you. So please come hang out with us over on Socially Unfiltered. We would love to have you. But for now, I'll let you get into the episode that you were trying to listen to. And hopefully I'll see you over there. Enjoy. Welcome to the Social Media Survival Guide, an experience designed to help us all survive social media. We're gonna go on deep dives into what goes on behind the scenes in this industry, talk to some of the most amazing entrepreneurs, and I'm sharing all of my favorite tools and resources that I use to survive social media. We do things a little more authentic around here, and I'm glad that you made it. I'm your host, Lex, and I'm just surviving social media one day at a time. Let's get into it. Hi, happy Monday. So today's episode is an absolute treat. I'm so excited to have Brie from Socially Brie on today to talk about all things content creation, but not just regular content creation, really good content creation. Um, We talk about a lot of other things too, just like a lot of misconceptions we see in the industry, lots of tips for when you're first starting out, like if you're just learning social media management or want to just become more consistent with it. You might be missing a piece of the strategy that Brie talks about in this episode. And the reason I'm laughing at this is because I literally had my own personal epiphany while having this conversation with Brie. Um, And I'm really excited to implement what I learned into my content moving forward. And I just think that's so cool that, I mean, I'm almost six years into this and every single day I feel like I'm learning something new And I'm just a firm believer that you never know who's going to be, I feel like saying placed in your life is like so dramatic, but it's not. Um, You just never know who you're going to learn from. You never know who you're going to cross paths with that will help you have like that eye-opening moment. And that literally happened for me in this episode. And yeah, I'm really excited for you to listen to it. Normally, I would recap a little bit more about what to expect in the episode, just again, so you know what to expect, but Honestly, if you just take two seconds to scroll through Bree's Instagram page, you will probably want to hear everything she has to say. Um, I'm absolutely obsessed with her. I'm obsessed with her content. I'm obsessed with our conversation that we had. Um, So this episode is a lot of different topics, including, again, my own personal epiphany and what I feel like has been missing from my own content. So I hope that this conversation is just as inspirational for you as it was for me. Other than that, 
not a ton to catch up on this week. Just make sure we're staying connected on your favorite social media platform. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Paige Media Co. Everything else is at the socialmediasurvivalguide.com. The content club is open. You can find the link for that um, literally everywhere that I am, but also in the show notes. Um, so that's it. I'm not going to waste any more time because we have a lot to talk about with Bree. So we will get into it and I will talk to you next week. Hi, Bree. I'm so pumped that you're finally here. We had a little um, schedule mishap last week, but we finally made it work. And I can't wait to talk to you, even though we've been talking for the last 40 minutes. Yeah. So I'm excited to be here. Oh, last week I ran off schedule. It's just me. It's who I am. It's what I the do. The week before I um, ran off schedule. So <laughs> third time's a charm. Listen, exactly. I, you know, it is what it is. We are busy. We're busy. Busy gals. Yeah. <laughs> we really are. So, okay, you obviously social media manager, a lot of people I'm sure listening, I've like tagged you on my story and stuff. So I'm sure they've seen like a tag there, but I want you to introduce yourself a little bit. Just tell us exactly what it is that you do, maybe like where you are. Yeah. So I am in um, New Jersey, United States of America, you know, Um, and I have been a social media manager for about two and a half years now. I'm going on the third year actually in June. So you guys might see a cake on my, my feed. I was going to say happy uh, early birthday. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so basically I started off at a salon in New Jersey and they did waxing the whole nine and I was the receptionist. And if you are receptionists out there, you know that beauty salons can be brutal. You know that you are holding on for dear life every single day. Um, however, I survived. I worked there for two years and my boss was like, you know, we don't have a social media manager. You want to take it over? And I said, sir, um, really have no clue what I'm doing, but it's fine. <laughs> um, I'll try. So yeah, so I, I'll try. So I tried and I ended up falling absolutely in love with it. And, um, that. it was great in the beginning, but you know, if I saw my work now from my work before, I would have blacklisted myself. Same. I would have <laughs> shouted myself out on my story and said, this girl's a fraud. And I probably would have blocked her. But you know what? It's fine. We all start somewhere. And um, I realized that I wasn't getting much. I wasn't getting anywhere with this page because obviously I had no strategy. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't really know the inner workings of social media. I was in school for teaching. Now who decided that I was going to be a good teacher couldn't tell you so I ended I up I actually think you'd be a great teacher based off of what I learned from you but that might be Ooh. like a biased opinion <laughs> I could teach adults uh, yeah very big difference adults. big big difference I have five brothers and they're all aging than you from, yes so I got a 15 so year old <laughs> I have a 10 year old a seven-year-old, a soon-to-be six-year-old, and a two-year-old. I was going to say, I saw the two-year-old on your story the yeah. other day. It was so cute. <laughs> he is potty training and Process. a little TMI, but it is so bad. It is yeah. just, you know, chasing around the house with a diaper. Like, please put it back on. Oh, my um, gosh. I have a bunch you know, of like, nieces and nephews, and I yeah. remember that time. So <laughs> I love children when they are not mine. Um, you know, they're great to, you know, pick up. Oh my gosh, you're so cute. Love you. And they get to go back. Here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Take it back. I'm good. You know, I'm good. 
but yeah, so I wanted to be a teacher. I was like, this is just not working out. I was miserable, mm. not an essay gal, even though I'm, you know, entering my storytelling era. Yeah, it's just, it's it wasn't different. fun. I was writing about, right. I was reading mm-hmm. books and I'm just not a reader. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just not fun. So yeah, so I decided to switch to business administration and marketing. So I have a, a major in business administration, a minor in marketing. Um, and it, it did really help me, I do have to say, but again, college obviously teaches you to work for other people, um, mm-hmm. and not yourself. So I really have to take what I learned there with a grain of salt and apply mm-hmm. it with real, real world marketing practices, but also learn the inner workings of social media. Mm-hmm. So I took a course from Nicole Lauren Media, but not only did I take a course with her, I took a course with Coastal Collective Marketing because I felt like I just needed a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Well, having it all like listed out there and like know what to even, even if it's not telling you everything, it's something to start looking into and it's something to start researching. So that's awesome. I love that you, so I also went to college for the same major. Well, I was business management and then a concentration Mm -hmm. in marketing. So literally same thing, but you explained that in a way that like I don't think I've ever put into words before is that like college literally taught you how to do this for somebody else like I took a couple entrepreneur focused classes but nothing really that I the only thing I really carried into my business was like the process and the concept of proposals service guides stuff like that like contracts like I understood that that was all a part of this process but I had yeah. never really thought about it the way that you said that. So thank you for blowing my mind yeah. on that. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I'm in my, actually, no, there's no error for that other than being disappointed in the money I spent in college. Oh, um, but, you know, I just, every time I get my college invoice, like this summer, I'm about to get one coming up, then mm-hmm. I just want to cry because yep. I learned that I spent 1,400 something dollars on a course and I learned everything I needed to get where I am. Because right. the thing was, is that yes, course, cor- courses, courses teach you a lot. The issue with courses is that they don't teach you everything and that's okay. They're not designed to teach you everything. Mm-hmm. You can't buy one course and then say, oh, period. Right. I'm a social media manager now. Well, and there's a no, difference between you, learning yeah. and implementing as well like if you can implement it in a different way or even taking what you learned and starting to implement it you might realize that that's not the best way for you or like there's more to learn or even like with how quick social media changes like I know right now there's some stuff like in my reels guide that I have that needs to be updated just because of how many changes that have happened so it's always good to just be expanding and learning from somebody new and just because you're learning doesn't mean that you don't know everything quote unquote absolutely so. yeah you would rather work with someone who is learning every day mm-hmm. than someone who says you know I took a course and I learned all I need to learn no like you are learning every single day in this industry and I feel like for me personally I had to take my own approach on things because mm-hmm. I was kind of following what everyone else was doing you know I was I just wasn't encapsulating my voice and I'm a very sarcastic kind of person and you know either you love it or you're like you're very annoying which I respect both both sides you know it's fine I I can be annoying sometimes um however I had to show (laughs) right right I had to show that in my content because Mm -hmm. people resonate with that there's a lot of people who 
are like-minded and who will say, okay, this is a great piece of content. I learned a lot. And it was interesting. It wasn't just watered down tips, you know? So. Well, and that was like, that's the first thing that I wanted to ask you about today was your content yeah. because yeah. your content's amazing. And I swear, I'm not oh. even just saying that like people have said, Veronica, I know you're listening to this. Like she literally <laughs> messaged that story reply the other day on my story and was like, ask her like about her storytelling it's so good we're both obsessed with you so I know that we're not the oh only God. ones <laughs> also it literally just... made me cry no well okay happy tears as long as they're happy tears, yes, happy tears <laughs> always always <laughs> I um yeah we're both like obsessed but it it's just so genuine and I think also what gets me about your content is maybe it's just because we communicate a lot via voice notes, like in the DMs. Yeah. Like, so I hear your voice all the time. Yeah. But like when yeah. I read your content, like I can hear you saying it in my head. Like yeah. the way that you talk is the literal way that you type. And as a lot of people think it's as simple as just like typing how you would think, but sometimes it's not yeah. like, sometimes it's a yeah. little bit more like, okay, where am I starting? Where am I going? What words am I yeah. using in between? How do I break this up? I It was either your one from today or a couple days ago but you said like okay period like in the heading and I was like oh yes yes I was like this uh, is literally was, her this was my post about hashtags I think was it was it? like your hat something is storytelling I said like oh this girl said something easy guide to hashtags yes. period you know what you're doing yes. yeah, yeah 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 was that recently um, or am I like just yes. holding that in my head okay like I just that's so you and I know obviously there might be some people listening to this that aren't super familiar with you yet they will be by the end of this and then they're gonna go follow you and be even more obsessed with you but is there anything that you can I know you said like you're entering your storytelling era I love that like it's something that we all need but even just like the authenticity of like the slang that you're using and stuff like that do you outline them first or do you just like open canva and brain dump like tell me everything yeah. So, okay. So the way I do my content is actually unhinged. Um, I, I was going to say, here, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm like, I have this like beautiful way of, no, I am a mess. So pretty much when it comes to content, like I, I treat myself like a client. Mm-hmm. So pretty much I tell myself, okay, if your content doesn't go up, you make no money. So get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually I schedule my days out on Friday. Sometimes I have a chaotic week to the point where I'm on the verge of crying. So we will, you know, me and my boyfriend will take a little trip and go out for the day. And then the whole day is gone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't create content. Yeah. Mm. So I actually have a notion template when this podcast airs, if anyone listens to it, well, obviously people will listen to it. What I mean is like when they listen to it and follow me, I will have a highlight called notion template and you guys can go on there and just download it right from there um yes so I love notion I never knew how to use Mm -hmm. it until I bought a template and I was like oh hmm, notion templates are game changing yeah so what I'll do is I will come up with three ideas I only post three times per week Mm because anything more than that a it's too much it's too Mm -hmm. much for the audience no one wants to read all that people are gonna get bored of me you know Mm -hmm. So what I do is I come up with three different ideas and just like basic ideas. I don't come up with a heading. I don't come up with nothing. I just come up with, okay, I want to talk about this topic. Mm -hmm. And throughout the weekend, Saturday or Sunday, what I do is I sit down and I look at the topic and I'm like, how would I talk about this to my friend? 
how would I talk about this to someone who has no clue about social media, but can't, you know, learn from, you know, okay, this is how you have to market in the marketing world. You have mm -hmm. to do that. No, they need to be spoken to as if we're face to face having a conversation. Mm -hmm. So here's where it gets weird. Um, I will sit here and talk to myself as if it's a conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, so I will open up notion. I will say, okay, we're talking about, let's say we're talking, let me see, let me open up my notion. Okay. Let's talk about the flop post that I posted last week. Okay. Vanderpump rules. No one showed up for that one, but it's totally fine. <laughs> I understand. I get it. I was playing, I was playing a game of Russian roulette with that one, but it's fine. Um, but that's what I was going to say is I feel like you also like you're so good at tying your content into recent events so like when you said yeah. unhinged I agreed with you not in the way that I was like oh my god you're so unhinged but like not even the word unhinged necessarily I feel like you hear about something or like something almost like triggers you a little bit and you yes like, oh, I feel like we, we need to have a conversation yeah um, so basically, I'll give you a little bit of a glimpse into what I did for today's post, what storytelling okay. has done for my content. So I write headings. So I know that I'm going to make four separate, you know, body uh, slides, right? Mm -hmm. So what I'll say is, at first, all I had was no one wants your three tips to dot, dot, dot. It's quite boring. So I don't come I up with you. any content. I, I don't come up with any copy towards it. Mm -hmm. Then I come up with my next one. Now, what did I do when I learned that three tips, you know, don't, don't really get you nowhere. Mm -hmm. um, so what did I do? I scrolled and scrolled through the bottomless pits of Instagram, of, of content on Instagram. True. That did happen. Um, and then the next one, I finally stopped trying to be perfect and started being relatable. So what I'll do is I will go back and I'll say, okay, no one wants your three tips to dot, dot, dot. It's quite boring. I had time to come up with new ideas. So now I'm revisiting this old idea. And mm -hmm. okay, this might not work for everyone because my brain just goes a mile a minute. Um, but what I do is I go back and I say, okay, I will look at the wall and I'll be like, all right, we're talking right now. Every time I, I hop on this. Instagram, this is so good. <laughs> I'm like, every time I hop on into Instagram, it's always the same tips to dot, dot, dot. It's imprinted on the back of my brain. That's exactly how I would have a conversation. So I literally just wrote it down. And what I do is I just create these conversations in my head. So that way it's easy because for me, I need to be dumbed down to learn something. Mm -hmm. It's just who I am. It's my learning process. It's how it is. So I know a lot of people learn that way and people mm -hmm. who are smart will get it instantly. You mm -hmm. know, good for you. How does it be? How does it feel to be the odds favorite? That's um, <laughs> But regardless of that, it's just like having that conversation with myself makes it so much easier for me to just write down the copy quick. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I banged out content yesterday in an hour. So oh three gosh, posts awesome. that are going up this week in an hour. And those are some of my best for performing posts because so, it's just genuine. Mm -hmm. So that was going to be the next thing <clears throat> that I said or asked you about was I'm somebody who even is like, you need to be using video. You need to get on reels. And I don't ever say that in like a fear mongering way. I say it in a way yeah. where like, I personally think they're fun. So I'm just trying to find the other people out there that think they're fun or like want yeah. to start doing them, but don't know where, but I also would never say that you have to be using video every single day. And you are a yeah. literal prime example of that. Like you post what, like are real every once in a while, but you're primarily yeah. using carousel format. 
Yeah. Yeah. But it's crazy that you have the reach and the growth that you have just using carousels. Cause again, you're like the exception to the rule that everybody says of you have to be posting 10 reels a week. So I love that. Yeah. It, um, it took a lot of trial and error in the beginning. I was really trying to figure out, okay, I need to put up reels. I need to put up reels. And then Mm -hmm. it got to a point where I was like, dude, it's a lot of work. I don't really like this. Um, and your reels were good. Like the ones you've posted recently. I think so. Yes. I love those because they're more graphic kind, you know, like they mimic (laughs) my graphics just Mm -hmm. with something moving in the back. But when it came to showing me, oh my, I don't think half of my followers even know what I look like, which is going to stay that way. So Um, I was going to say like when we got on here, cause we're on zoom right now, like and seeing your face, like, obviously I've seen you like on your story every once yeah. in a while, but like just scrolling through your page, like you're literally not even on there and it's, well, you are, but like, it's not very, it's not very forward facing. Yeah. And that's yeah. again, like, I just feel like you're like this exceptions, like all of the things that all of the gurus say, like show your face. And again, I'm guilty yeah. of that. Like I encourage people to do that, but it's amazing to yeah. see somebody not doing that. So <laughs> I'm just like mind that, blown by it. Yeah. It is. So when it comes to showing my face now, I am, I'm kind of a shy person when it Mm -hmm. comes to like, right now I'm very, you know, calm, fine, because I know you, we talk all the time Mm -hmm. and you know, I'm not thinking about who's listening right now. Well, I was going to say right now, I don't want, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't want to be like, okay, well, you know, these people are going to listen and be like, this girl Mm -hmm. is crazy. No, I promise my people are going to love you. (laughs) Um, the funny thing is with reels is that same thing for me is I will tell some of my clients, listen, you need to hop on, you need to hop Mm -hmm. on. They need to know who you are. But I feel like the difference for me is that they can tell who I am and how I am through my content. So they don't need to see my face. They just need to hear me. And at the end of the day, I feel like I built and not for nothing, growth came at a very exponential speed. And I was kind of like, what is going on? I was like, like hold the rails. Yeah. (laughs) I actually, it's been, I think within the last, oof, I don't know. I want to say three months. I think my growth has been, I will get you a number. Hold on right now. I have gained 14,944 followers in three months. Now, Did I ever think that I would, oh my gosh, no, I didn't even think I was going to hit 10K. Right. Um, But you know what made my content go, I don't know what happened really, to be honest. Like my clients would be like, oh, well, how'd you grow so fast? I listen, lady. All right. Well, and that's what I was going to say too, is like, it's not that you're saying this in the way of like, oh my God, I have grown 14,000 followers from my content, but I think that just goes to show how genuine and authentic you're being in your content that that many people are relating to it in that short amount of time. But like, I remember it had to have been like earlier this year. Like you, I remember, I don't know what number it was the last time that I knew, but like, I knew that it wasn't what it is now very recently ago. And just like that happening super quick is crazy, but it also wasn't like day one, your first post went viral overnight. Yeah. And you went up to that. Like you said, it took a lot of trial and error. So much time. I swear if I could, oof, if I could see the content I used to put up, I would be so embarrassed of myself right now. I won't even go back and watch mine. 
Nope. And the funny thing is, is that at that time I was like, okay, I really need to push tips. I need to push this and push that. And was I wrong? So wrong. I, and I was running ads. I was boosting and wasn't, I wasn't ads. I was boosting posts and boosting posts. If if anyone could take anything away from this conversation is going to be never boost your posts, Facebook Mm -hmm. ads. If you want to run an ad, Mm -hmm. please stay away from the boosting posts. It ruins my engagement at first. Mm -hmm. The minute I stopped boosting posts and started kind of like moving into my brand voice and things that Mm -hmm. not even brand voice, just myself, like just coming up with content that sounded like me. Because if you have a conversation, like if I have a conversation with someone, we can get along really well. So I wanted to show that in my content and it it just started kind of getting a lot of traction. And then I learned that, yes, my tips do good, but nothing does better than storytelling. Like when I'm telling a story, I feel like I'm able to speak directly to you. Like we're friends. If you're reading Mm -hmm. my content, we're friends. All my followers, we are friends. Like, I don't care if you're looking at my content and saying like that Vanderpump rules post was horrible. It's okay because I forgive you. Thank you. I forgive you because we're friends. (laughs) We're friends. It's okay. Just like you're not going to like all my outfits and I'm not going to like all of your outfits. It's fine. It's fine. That's so funny. I love that. (laughs) I liked the Vanderpump Rules one. I'm on your side though, where I didn't watch the show. Like I just started like kind of having like FOMO when I realized something crazy was going on. And I was like, I want to know the ins and outs of what's happening right now. I had my sister recap it for me because she's all into that. But then I saw that base post of them like making the joke about it and I was like oh my god I love Shay Mitchell first of all like her branding and her businesses are so good hers her own content is so good she'll do like her little skits or like her kids and stuff I'm like you're literally so cute you'll never not be Emily to me yeah (laughs) her photo dumps (laughs) yeah did you watch Pretty Little Liars yes yes I was an avid PLO watcher high school was a very dark time for me (laughs) I loved Pretty Little Liars so much. That's where I know Shay Mitchell from. The funny thing, well, it's not funny. It's actually not funny at all. Um, But (laughs) there's a girl, okay, who was it? What was her name? Uh, uh, She was dark hair girl. On Pretty Little Liars? Yes. Lucy Hale? Lucy Hale. (laughs) I had no clue that she just got sober. Good for her. Oh, really? I didn't know that either. I had no clue. I listened to the Toast podcast was stopped in my tracks oh I was like gosh. wait a minute another child star what's yeah, going on right that's something else we could talk a lot about that's a story for another day I was gonna say, uh, that's another episode that's the next podcast <laughs> right that's right part two. drama yeah drama. that's why I um, should have I wanted to do like a whole episode about like the Haley and Justin stuff and then the other stuff with TikTok came out that week and my brain was just like mushy from it all and I was like I literally yeah. can't even talk about this anymore but like wanted to do it so bad because I'm just so invested in like even just the way that social media interacts with yeah celebrities and how it like bleeds over into our everyday lives it's just crazy which I think I even had on this list to ask you because you do a lot of like pop culture references like in your content and now I feel like this question that I was gonna ask you is like not irrelevant but you've already kind of explained it like you just talk about it in a way that you would talk about it to a friend yeah yeah so like I know that me and my friends use pop culture references. So now it makes 100% sense to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is a lot of people be like, well, 
don't you want to come off professional to your clients? And I, I, well, listen, I want to attract clients who are similar in personality to me. I don't want to work with a client who, and this is no shade to any clients in the world or any people mm-hmm. who are more professional I've said listen this before there, too, yeah so there are people <laughs> you for everyone mm-hmm. yeah like there are people for everyone listen if you are someone who is like a professional like I want to come off you know in a professional type of manner that is totally fine there's going to be people who want to encapsulate that in their content mm-hmm. that is why in my opinion there. I don't know, this might be controversial, but I don't know. Um, (laughs) In my opinion, there is no um, competition in the social media manager world because at the end of the day, we're all such different people. Like Mm -hmm. if you look, I'm going to plug my client here. Sorry, but um, the Bridal (laughs) Beauty Bible, for example, they are more editorial kind of Mm -hmm. um, bridal inspo, but also pop culture. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, that was the one I watch all of your stories and like you share a bunch of their posts. Like that yeah, was the one yeah. I think we talked about it. You did Nikki Bella's like yes, lipstick we did for Nikki that. Bella. Yeah. Um, we did what was the one that went like kind of viral? Oh, Mackenzie and Brayden's um uh wedding, the TikTok okay. uh couple. They got married and Mackenzie reposted the post. I almost had a heart attack, okay? My my client texted me, are we going viral? I said, we sure freaking are. Oh like, my God, that's on? wild. I love yeah, that. Yeah, we gained like 200 followers from it. And I was that's like, crazy. wow. But like, that's why exactly like you said, like I... I don't usually use a lot of it in my actual like posting content, but yeah. if you, anybody watches my story, like I'm constantly yes. on there, like with Pop my culture. two little thumbs yeah, typing all of my opinions about all of these things that don't matter. <laughs> like, yeah, but, but because people of resonate. that, exactly. And like, I don't do it because I'm like looking to like boost engagement. I genuinely do it because yeah. I'm like, I need to talk about this. And like anybody that wants to continue talking about it, like, please DM me because yeah. I need to talk about this right now. Um, but yeah, that in itself has, I guess, I don't know if I want to say like makes it stick out, but like, there's a lot of people now that it's almost our little like inside joke. Like they will like DM me videos of like, like I, I could name a million examples right now, certain people that send me certain topics of things, but even just talking like that and being like, not even vulnerable. That's not the right word for it, but like showing this like human side of me where I'm like, Hey, I binge watch trash reality shows and I love TLC. Like, does anybody want to talk about it? My people, my people. That's That's exactly exactly what I put in the Vanderpump because this isn't whatever, I guess it's not embarrassing, but I literally binge watched the 10th season of Vanderpump Rules just to catch up right Mm -hmm. and then I went all the way back to season one and I binged watched up until season five now season one to season five like that's a long time that's a lot of my time and everyone's like oh well aren't you still busy yes I'm busy watching trashy pop culture tv like what is going on (laughs) doing research yeah you know what but that research really really didn't do me good because uh it flopped but it's fine you all flop sometimes it is what it is. It's fine. So wait, are so you going to continue watching learn? season five to 10? Well, okay. The thing is, is it was really great. Uh-huh. But now I'm at a point where I'm like, beef with Vanderpump Rules because okay. my posts didn't do well. So it's like, why am I going to keep 
supporting your show supporting their show (laughs) you know I'm just saying of it as a logical standpoint that's so funny that was like the one show like I just never I never got got into into it. it I never really watched any Bravo shows like Bravo the channel itself was never really my jam like I don't really watch like Real Housewives I was way more TV those Me. trashy shows not so much yeah. bravo jersey shore I, oh yeah jersey shore i still watch jersey shore the like family reunion i'm one. watching family reunion <laughs> yep i'm actually watching season three right now oh We're my gosh it. wait until you get to see the la- i literally just watched last week's episode last night and it's like it's i can't so say good. anything yeah like, i can't because it'll just okay. like give away certain things if you haven't seen well to see i guess before, i'm gonna like- have to go on a binge <laughs> so Bye. funny see even like stuff like that like it's we're sitting on this zoom call right now probably because one of us said something about that and then yes and like obviously there's other things that we bonded over originally um that we can kind of like yeah she's fixing her glasses let me like crack my knuckles get ready so Seriously, I need to crack my back yeah I'm ready like, do a couple <laughs> jumping jacks <clears throat> so one of the first things that Brie and I originally bonded over for lack of better terms was our favorite topic of how there's so much misinformation spread in the field of social media managers and it's so funny to be that earlier in this conversation you said that you would call your old self out for being a fraud and it's not necessarily that I agree with you on that but it's it's just crazy to me that there are people who step into this not that I think like any measurement of time depicts how good you are at something. Yeah. Yeah. I just see so many people that have so much left to learn that aren't allowing themselves to continue to learn. And, or again, our favorite thing to talk about is when people are like $10,000 months, $10,000 courses, 10,000 followers, like the numbers that just don't need to be the focus. Yeah. Like just don't need to be the focus that was what we had originally kind of planned to come on here and talk about was just a little bit of that like maybe some of the craziest things that we've seen like I know for me I am calling myself out a little bit because like I'm somebody who says like video is super important like you need to be using video and you again are that prime example of like no you don't so yeah there's just so many different ways and processes to take for certain things that it's not that I think anything is wrong or better but I think it just comes down to like being ethical and like the morals of what people are sharing exactly because I see a lot of times I now okay oh my gosh you got me hot and bothered I'm like actually Um, (laughs) seriously like my palms are sweating it's fine um but you know listen in the beginning now when I call myself a fraud in the beginning I I don't mean like copying other people I'll never advocate for that because honestly when I see that it makes my blood boil Mm -hmm. and I want to risk my business but however when I mean fraud I mean trying to get clients without knowing much and you know I see it happen all the time and honestly I caught myself before I ever took an official client without knowing anything because I hopped okay so I'll give a little backstory really quick Mm -hmm. because I had to humble myself at some point because when I had um, worked with the salon, I was still learning and mm-hmm. I didn't take a course yet. So while I was at the salon, I actually found Nicole Lauren Media's course and I bought it and I learned a lot. It was great, um, but I did feel like I, lead- I needed just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up doing Coastal. 
Now, what kind of gave me the kick in the butt to do this was I hopped on a discovery call for the first time, my first discovery call. And everybody knows that your first discovery call is kind of a mess. You're shaking, crying, nerve-wracking. Yeah, exactly. Um, And I could not answer any of their questions. Mm -hmm. So then I got off that phone and I was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I've never not been able to advocate for myself or like, you know, talk. And I was like, okay, this is just not going to work. So in the meantime, while I was learning now, again, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but everyone has seen it before. So it's fine. Um, I was doing $10 Canva logos. Now, Every brand designer out there is going to throw tomatoes at me. It's fine. I understand. And listen, if a client comes to me without branding, I tell them to go to you guys. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Forgive me. (laughs) Forgive me. Um, We didn't know. We made mistakes. We didn't know. It was only a month. Okay. So it's fine. Um, But yeah, so I did $10 logos while I was learning. And obviously that wasn't working out. I was obviously just, you know, whatever. So I stayed with the salon and I furthered my education. And Mm -hmm. finally... I ended up getting a lot of inquiries. I started working with people and I finally quit my job, which was like, like the best day of my life. So at this point Um, you were already posting on your own Instagram. Yes. Yes. So I started, um, oh my gosh, I think the Instagram was started three and a half years ago with the same Mm -hmm. exact Instagram. And I didn't. So for everybody who's listening, who is struggling with growth right now, it is never, never, never too late unless you're shadow banned, which like that's a myth, but okay, well, just, just gonna, but whatever. some people have done sketchy things on their accounts in the past. Yes. Too, and they Instagram. do get, yes. So I, I do say shadow ban is not a real thing in the terms of like Instagram doesn't yes. just like decide that they don't want to push your content out. Like yes. you've probably done something to start to, oh my God, stuttering Violence. to violate their community terms yeah. and guidelines. And but I, I also agree with you. It's never too late. Like it's, yeah. it's never too late. Like just go, there's always things to learn. There's new strategies to put in place. But yeah. anyway, so at this point you were posting on your own account. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So after two years, I was seeing no growth and I was so bummed. I was like, oh my gosh, like now it's starting my villain era. Like I'm going to have to go get a real job. This is really not going great. Um. <laughs> Right. So I sat down with my boyfriend and I was like, I'm going to give up. I just, I can't. I was like, it's too much work. I was like, I need something stable. And that's something a lot of us, like a lot of service providers, I feel like kind of struggle with when it comes to tax season and it comes to like making Mm -hmm. business decisions. It's like, I just rather work for somebody else because it's easier. And he looked at me and he was like, are you serious right now? He's like, does that, you're going to give up. And basically, like, bullied me into submission. Well, I was just going to say, the second (laughs) that somebody looks at me and says, like, really, you're going to do that? I'm like, oh, okay. No, I guess I'm not. You're going to violate me. Yeah. You're going to violate me right now. You're bullying me into continuing, but now I'm going to show you how well I'm going to do. Like (laughs) Exactly. So I would have quit right there. If it wasn't for him, I would have quit. That's so nice. Thanks, boyfriend. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Thank you, but I won't let you know. Just kidding. But I'm very grateful for him. But at the end of the day, it was like, and not for nothing, no shade, but a lot of people in my school that I went to school with started businesses and just kind of like, eh, I'm done, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just didn't want to be that person. So you know what I said? I said, okay, we're going to do some more research. Mm -hmm. So I did a lot of research and it led me nowhere because guess what? The only way you can 
and I don't want to say the only way you can grow. Okay. I take that back. But the only way you're going to further yourself and learn is by trial and error. You have to fail to learn what, you know, not every post is going to go great. You have to try new things. That's why when I'm working with clients, I call it, I call the first three months a trial basis because Mm -hmm. we have to see what's going to work and what's not going to work. That's why you can't just work with someone for a month and say, okay, we're going to see great growth because it's just, mm-hmm. yes, it can happen. I'm not saying it can't, but. But usually when it does, it's it. the exception, not. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah, normal. exactly. Exactly. Which is unfortunate. So it is, but also but... <laughs> it's a little humbling, you know, yeah, you got to humble humbling. yourself. Mm-hmm. Not everything is going to go viral and right. that's not the goal. The goal is not to go viral. We are on social media. Businesses, businesses are on social media to sell or for brand awareness or mm-hmm. for, um, you know, there's visits goals after- that exactly aren't necessarily just going viral. Exactly. And I like, and say that shouldn't to- be a goal. <laughs> no. And I say this to people too. Like, so I'm, I'm really big on the law of attraction and you are the energy that you put out into the world and you receive that energy yes. back. So like, if you are constantly showing up every day being like, well, these views aren't enough. I'm not getting enough engagement. I didn't go viral enough. I don't have enough followers. Like not even just with that, but you're never going to get that energy back from Instagram. But like in general, like if you're waking up every day as a social media manager being like, I'm freaking out about how I'm going to pay my rent this month. Instead of saying like, I can't wait to see what opportunities I get today to work with new clients. Like you have to shift your mindset, especially when it comes to social media, because those numbers are so, so many numbers are irrelevant when it comes to social media. But unfortunately the only one that's public for everybody is the follower count. So that yeah, is yeah. the one that people tend to base, base off of. everything yep. off of. My favorite thing yeah. is being able to tell that people bought followers. Like literally my oh, favorite thing to see is that people bought followers. I'm like, how can you, with your 0.05% engagement, look me dead in my eyes and tell me you've never bought followers? <laughs> like, Yeah, I've had, uh, I've had clients. But, you know, the thing is, is that a while ago, it was acceptable to five, right. five followers. What like, the a couple heck years was ago. that about? Yeah, it yeah, was normal. Like, like, no, 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 no. I know you're not in America with people from, you know, right. Bangladesh and India. And it, it can happen. I have people from all over the world. Oh, this yeah. is actually crazy. I went to the Dominican Republic, um, like in March, in the beginning of March. And I had someone reach out to me on my story and say, because I was staying in Santo Domingo and they were like, oh my God, like a Santo Domingo follower here. If you need anything, let me know. Like I, I know a lot of good spots and whatever. And I was like, are you That's joking? So cute. Yes. I was at my boyfriend's family's house and I was like, are you kidding? Like, this is amazing. And, That's and so it was cool. just so shocking because it's like you reach people all over the world. So I'm not saying by any means that you can't have people in different countries engaging with your stuff. But if it's, if you're in the U S and you're primarily getting people who are, you know, in those areas, something's not adding up. You need to do a little cleanup. (laughs) A little bit of cleanup. Because I think a lot of it, like going back to like how it was kind of normalized a couple years ago, it's kind of easy to forget that you have to have 10,000 followers to have the swipe up link, like on your story. Like it, they, not everybody always had the ability to just put a link there. Like you used to have yeah. to have the swipe up feature. So I feel like there's a lot of people who would buy 
at least 10,000 followers so they could just get that link quicker. Yeah. But now yeah. it's kind of coming back to bite them when you look at their Instagram now and they have horrible engagement rates, yeah. which is like yeah. unfortunate because then do you start from scratch? Like, do you try to go through and delete all of them? Like, yeah, it's just a lot. At that point, throw your account away. Yeah, throw That's the whole my account opinion. away. Listen, <laughs> listen, like this is opinion based. I am not saying by any means that you can't turn it around, but- my opinion, throw it out, throw it out, put it in the garbage, mm-hmm. light on fire. I don't know what you got to do, but do it. Cause so that's where you're actually going to be like, quote unquote, shadow banned. Like that's where yeah. Instagram recognizes you're doing these like sketchy bot activities. They're actively not going to push your content out. Yeah. And I do no. believe like that type yeah. of shadow ban is yeah. a real thing. I-, I believe in that as well too. Yes. But if you're doing everything right and, and there is no right way to do things. I'm not mm-hmm. saying everyone's different. Just like you said, you thrive with video. I thrive mm-hmm. with graphics. Mm-hmm. You know, the next person may thrive with static posts, mm-hmm. you know, like, but then again, it's really all what works for you. And that's why strategies are not one size fits all. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, going back into the miscommunication and the things you see or misinformation that you mm-hmm. see on the internet is, or on social media is that they will say, you know, okay, this is all you need for a strategy. Three things and, that's what I was and just content pillars. Is like, I think that's like, why no. those hooks bother me so much. Like the hooks that are like, here's how to go viral. Like yeah. says fucking who? And also like, says you, can you the person prove it? isn't going viral. <laughs> right, right. So, oh my God, my favorite thing right now, there's a bunch of TikTok accounts of people who are like, I'm using chat GPT to make a, a $10,000 product or whatever there first you have chat GPT do this and then do this and then you have chat GPT write out all of your content for you and it's day four of me posting this content and then like day five and seeing how poorly that content is performing I'm like how do these people again I'm not somebody that's like oh if you posted and you got like less than a certain amount of likes you need to delete it but like it's just funny yeah. to me that everybody's like oh my God, ChatGPT can make your content. Like it can write it for you. It's so simple. It's all you need. And then like a direct example of somebody doing that and the content doesn't perform well. Like, it's just so funny no, to me that yeah. people are like, this is all that you need. This will guarantee growth. Like, cause no, it doesn't. Guarantee it doesn't. Growth. That's the issue with this whole, okay. I am not an AI person. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. And you know, AI can be very helpful. However, I think it's doing more damage than it is doing good. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in, first of all, brand voice. You cannot get chat GPT or AI, copy AI. None of that, sh- sorry, stuff is going. Oh my God, girl. <laughs> you heard me. I'm pretty sure I've said five F-bombs since we started recording. <laughs> oh, that's fine. You know what? Screw it. So yeah. So the thing is, is chat GPT and all that bullshit is not going to say, okay, um, I'm going to talk in Brianna's voice, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm doing a storytelling, whatever. Tell me a story about marketing, blah, blah, blah. They're going to, it's just not going to be mm-hmm. your Same. voice. And when it comes to like, okay, there was a person, a, a individual that we both bonded over. Um, and this is not to say we are mean girls at all. No. This is just to say we like when things are done Authentically. Actually, no. Exactly. But not even that. Ethically. Like yes, you said. Before. Exactly. That's the my biggest thing. With- I'm like, I don't give a shit yeah. what you say as long as you're not lying or like clickbaiting right. people into things. Like I exactly. literally don't care what you say. You could tell me that the sky is green, like for all yeah. I care, but don't tell me that you're gonna 
make ten thousand dollars using ChatGPT. It really bothers me. No, no, because it's and not for nothing. You're admitting you're a scammer. You're admitting you're a scammer. Literally. You're scamming all of your clients, and that's listen. If you're making that much money off of scamming your clients, good for you. But um, why are you posting that on TikTok and Instagram? But that's what I don't understand. So without again, I, I swear this isn't us just like talking shit. Like I just I like to call things out where I see it, and I also like yeah. to make sure Learn from it. Yeah. Like, and if I can help somebody else to not make like the amount of people that responded to my stories, when I went on that, like little rant, all Mm -hmm. telling me of the same person in the same course that they bought, like I can only hear the same person's name so many times before I just decide that like, clearly you're doing something like scammy and I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember exactly where I was going with that, but just like in general, if I can help somebody not to make that mistake, I would like to. Yeah. And it's not on the terms of like, oh, I'm judging you. No, but at the end of the, I'm kind of judging you, but it's fine. Kind of, but not in a way where I think like you're a bad person or I'm going to slander you. No, it's just, listen, with the time and effort we put into our Mm -hmm. own content and our own clients content, it's annoying. No, I don't want to say annoying. It's disheartening to see Mm -hmm. that you are saying, okay, it takes me one hour to do all of my clients' content mm-hmm. and I'm making $10,000 a month. That's now, exactly where I was going with that thought. No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, like I'll be tr- fully transparent. I am not like I'll be transparent. I don't make 10K months, but guess mm-hmm. what? I don't want to make 10K months. Do you understand how burnt out and so exhausted I would be if I was getting 10K months? I would be miserable, but guess what? I'm not here to give boss babe culture no and come off like no I'm here to literally be a social media manager because I want my clients to grow and I want to grow we're all going to grow together but we're not going to scam people no and that's remember where I was going with this now is I just don't understand like if I was a client of somebody that I saw post a video saying that they make content by googling a topic and using somebody else's article for the text in the carousel, like I would be not happy. And I also just like- No, I would be livid. Right. So it like blows my mind that people continue to invest in these types of services from people who- Yeah. But then that's like, like I've made content about this. I know so many people have made content about this. Like the reason that people have a hard time justifying what social media managers I feel- in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinions are worth is because they're seeing these videos of like, all you have to do is post seven times a week and you'll go viral. So to them, they're just like, oh, well, we just have to get random, you know, seven posts up there. Yeah. And we'll go viral. Right. When really it doesn't work like that. So it's just like, I hate seeing our industry made out to be something that's super easy and super quick and super fast and super fun when at the end of the day, like, yeah, your job is fun if you want it to be fun, but also it's still a job. And like, I'm, yeah, and it's stressful. It's stressful. It's and like, stressful. I'm not somebody who's really ever been a, a quote unquote believer of like, yeah, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Like I absolutely oh, no, love, I'd be working. Yeah. I love what I do, but I, I do consider what I do work. Cause like, it's oh, yeah. a lot of work. It's a lot of brain oh, yeah. power. And it's, yeah. Catch so me on a Sunday. Catch me on a Sunday. If 
and all my clients know this. I love them all to death. You guys are amazing. But they know Sundays. Mm -mm. Don't text mm -mm. me. Don't call me. Don't text me. I'm in church. I'm with family. I'm somewhere. Maybe I'm somewhere on a beach, but still. Like, but I'm not is, at my computer. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. This job is extremely fun and you can be creative and you can, you know, but it's not easy. It's not as easy as everyone's saying. And you have to have those breaks because if not, you will be so burnt out. Like, oh my God. So burnt out. I've well, been there. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say is I, I have been to a point where I've made $10,000 a month and it was just me in my business. And it was the most miserable I've ever been. So yeah. then I had the choice where do I hire somebody and continue scaling to bring like another client on to balance out hiring somebody or do yeah. I just back off on work a little bit, know that I'm living comfortably, like doing my yeah. client work and know yeah. like I just, and not for nothing, literally most of these people who are like, look at my $10,000 months. If you like really look at their video, all of the invoices say like unpaid or overdue, like nobody's actually pocketing 10k a month and if they are yeah. they're forgetting to mention that you have to pay taxes like it's just yeah. okay so I wouldn't that's the thing I love my people so much that they're not even employees to me but yeah technically my assistant is just amazing she answers all my emails she answers her emails she does tight form all that stuff I'm able to pay her and also pay my other um assistant to help with content creation and all of that I'm able to pay them still be comfortable in my mm -hmm. makings, save for taxes, pay my bills and still invest in my education. Cause obviously we are always learning. We're always doing, you know, new things, but you don't need, and I'm going to tell you this right now as a social media manager, you do not need 10 K months to be successful. Mm -mm. You don't, you don't. And you also, this, um, <clears throat> this has a lot to do with like people's own personal relationships with money. Like I didn't yeah. have a very healthy relationship with money for a very long time. So That's when nice. I first, yeah, <laughs> when I first started my business, like I was scared to buy a new laptop and I was scared to buy my new camera or to upgrade my phone because I was like, Oh my God, that's like $2,000. Like I can't just yeah. like, spend that, but it's, you have to look at it as like investing back into your business too. Yeah. And like, mm -hmm. that was always something that I kind of struggled with a lot, but even just like hear you say like how you have it managed and like you pay out your employees and like, you're still investing in your education. Like it's yeah awesome to hear that because there's so many people who are like, I'm pocketing X amount and then I don't really do anything else. Like it pays to reinvest back into yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But also another thing is like, the ability and the privilege and I do look at it as a privilege like the privilege 100%. to work at home the oh, privilege yeah. to be able to I have you know like I said I have little brothers I have I'm I'm very big into family so if my mom needs something with my little brother I can hop in the car and be like hey guys I'm taking you know I don't even have to tell anyone actually I tell myself the only person I gotta tell is my boyfriend hey peace you know, and half the time he's coming out with me, I'm mm -hmm. able to have, and I'm able to have such amazing relationships with my family. I'm able to still be in school. Okay. That part is a little, little rocky, a little difficult, but it does well. Um, but I'm able to have these relationships. I'm able to go run to the store. If I'm out of mm -hmm. something, I'm able to go to the doctors when I need something, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm able to go, you know what? Oh, wow. It's Tuesday. I don't feel like washing my hair. Peace. I'm out to a blowout. Yep. So it's like, the flexibility and 
days are going to make you cry and make you want to mm-hmm. quit and you know whatever but it you really have to just sit back and say wow I'm so grateful to be in the spot it's mm-hmm. all like you said before it's all about mindset mm-hmm. because if you're gonna sit here and you're gonna say oh my god I hate this because I did that trust me I did that I sat here I was miserable I was upset I was probably actually ready to take my desktop and throw it at the wall mm-hmm. and been there <laughs> I really yeah been there um <laughs> lots of times but then again it's like sit back okay I could be where I was mm-hmm. a year and a half ago yeah do I want that no with this I was able to move out of my mom's house at 20 years old and is that that's a huge accomplishment for me but that does not mean that anyone else who is living at home mm-hmm. isn't doing anything live at home for as long as you can. I literally was just going to say, do it. I would move into my mom's basement if she didn't live in New York and I lived in Charleston. (laughs) Well, you should come to New York so you can just visit me. I was going to say, I'll be up there in June. We'll see if that happens. Yeah. I'm flying into the city. So look, the city is, I know I hate, you know, the city. Oh my gosh. I hate the city. Nothing against the city. Yeah. No, not me. everything I'm from Jersey so yeah everything against it (laughs) with the New York and it's not about like oh my god Jersey New York no 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 no. I am a ball of anxiety the minute we step foot into New York City I don't know why there's just a lot of people Mm -hmm. buildings beautiful everything there is beautiful the one thing is is that there is just so many people Mm -hmm. and you're walking like sardines on on the sidewalk and I just I can't do that and not for nothing my boyfriend can drive over there Put me in a car in there. Oh, forget about it. No, I've never drove in the city. Mm -mm. Well, I got an internship in in New York City, actually, um, like a long time ago, like maybe Mm -hmm. a year ago, to work with um, Laura Mercer and their social media team. And um, I was so excited. But when I heard it was in the city and I had to commute there, I, uh... I I was going to. I was really, really thinking about it. And then that was at the time where my anxiety was really, really bad. I was like passing yeah. out and it's like, okay, maybe that's not the best, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, period. I just, I know, I know my limits. So I decided not to take it. And then I got an internship with Sauce Media Group. I don't know if you know who they are, but they are so. based in Utah. So amazing. I learned so much. Do internships, guys. That is the right. main way I learned. Like programs, systems, all mm-hmm. of that, like, inner workings of other agencies will really, really teach you how to kind of stand on your own two feet. And that's what I was going to say, kind of like in conjunction with what you said with like the best way to learn is trial and error. Like I just, this is another reason why I hate seeing people like don't work for free, never do anything for free, blah, 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 blah. Like I agree. Should somebody be offering full social media management, five posts a week, stories, engagement, like community management, all of that for free for an extended amount of time? No. But one of the best things that I ever did was offer like a $250 monthly trial with a bunch of businesses because it let me not only learn what I did and didn't like as far as like industry, it helped me learn like how to manage my time with multiple clients. It helped me learn. And then the other thing that helped was just like asking people the question who were where I wanted to be, like knowing the right like settings to put yourself in. So I love hearing you say that and like promoting internships because like, yeah, would I love to do like a paid internship for like a million people at once and like allow each of them to get that hands-on like 
Yes, I absolutely do. Yeah. And that's yeah. something else that I'll say is Brie does do that. Brie does do yes. internship well, programs. I do internship programs, but just like the one I took, it was free labor. Sorry, guys. Right, that's what um, I was going to say. technically not free because at the end of the day, what you're getting out of it mm-hmm. is basically, for example, this is what I learned in the internship that I took. I was able to leave that internship and say everything that I was doing was wrong. Um, And that goes to say, like, listen, I knew strategy. I knew, you know, whatever, but the way they, they showed their systems and okay, Mm -hmm. this is how talking to clients works on Slack. I learned Slack from them. I learned a bunch of different programs, uh, Flowdesk, all of that. So that's something I offer in my internship. And in the internship, you're not doing work for my clients for free. That's what you're not doing. See, that's what a I lot don't of time, like. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. You don't actually have any access to my clients' pages. You don't have access to anything of my clients. What it is, is I will assign you a brand. Now, this could be a big brand. This could be a little brand, whatever. And I will have you every week create a story and create graph, like maybe like two graphics for them or real, whatever you want to do, just so you can get in the process of content creation. And every time we have a new lesson, I have a, I have slides made. So we go over presentations together and it literally breaks down. Everything of my knowledge in my head is in these PowerPoints. My God, now, I want to that- take your internship. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll send them to you, but <laughs> the, um, you know, everything that's in my header is in this internship and Mm -hmm. you will have, one of them is a strategy PowerPoint, right? So that week you don't touch any graphics, any stories. What you do is I give you a template, the same template I use for my own clients. So the value in that is obviously pretty big. Mm -hmm. And what I do is, is you fill out that strategy form for the client that I gave you in the beginning of the internship. And from there, you will do that. And then the next week we go over it in per, like not in person, but on zoom and you will present it to everyone. Now this is embarrassing. Obviously it's hard to do not embarrassing, but it's like kind of nerve wracking, but, but I love that. Yeah. It sets you up to show a client. Literally. Strategy. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. So I wanted the internship to be very, very hands-on. I didn't want you just, okay, we're meeting, mm-hmm. we're talking about this okay, you're assigned to my client's app on engagement and you're going to do some posts for them. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Well, and that's what so many people do for their internships. And I'm like, they rather do that than paying someone. Exactly. And like, that's what kind of bothers me. And like, then there is the other side where like a lot of them, you can apply for college credit. So like a lot of them are in college, like people can use it for the extra credits that they need to get and stuff like that. So that's a little bit different, but like I am in love with what you just explained your process is and as much as I hate to do this we have to start wrapping up because I am I have poor time management skills and um (laughs) me but I (laughs) tell people where they can follow you on Instagram where they can learn more about your internships and then I would love to have you back for a part two like ASAP because I could keep going right now forever We will recap all pop culture, but yes, yes, you can find me at socially, S-O-C-I-A-L-L-Y-Y, Brie, B-R-I. And uh, yeah, join my newsletter for crickets for a little while, but I will be back, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I love that. And yeah, I'll link like everything down below. I'll tell people where they can 
find you on Instagram and they'll hopefully be looking for your notion template and things like that. Your internship, yes. follow Brie, go stalk her content because like I said, I'm absolutely obsessed with you and it, and thank you so, so much for your time. I know it took us of a little course. bit to get here. So I hope it was all that you could have ever imagined and more. It was, it was. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that. <laughs> so Perfect. again, thank you so much for being here. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.